ahead and uh, do the intro. So do it. Go ahead and get into this. Uh, hello, my name is JW. Well, hold on. <laughs> Let me. I'm going to uh, start over with that. Did you forget uh, your name? <laughs> well, I didn't say the title of the podcast. Oh, that <laughs> uh, welcome to This Podcast is Rigged with JW Riggs. I'm JW Riggs. I have a great guest today, Jason Marsden. You probably know him from things such as Step by Step, Full House, <laughs> Boy Meets World, uh, Hocus Pocus. He played Max on a Goofy movie. So how are you doing today? Riggs, I'm so good. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on. I like how when you said step by step, you couldn't help but sing it. You're like step by step. <laughs> um, but uh, that's one. Whenever they would show reruns when I was younger, I would always watch that. So Nice. nice. A lot of these shows, of course, were a little before my time, but I have older siblings and my parents love all those shows. So, yeah, I was surprised because I listened to the episode you did with uh, my buddy Justin Shankaro. And uh, was that that was you, right? Yes. That okay. Was okay. Me. okay. I was like, oh, hold on. I've got my podcast crossed. No, that was right. Because <laughs> you were talking about picket fences and you're talking about all these shows. I'm like, man, he's too young to know about these shows. But you obviously uh, <laughs> you do your homework or you you have a love for these uh, these uh, these shows in the, in the the 80s and 90s. Sounds like. Yes. Yes, I definitely do. Cool. So, and I mean, my parents are awesome for showing me these awesome shows and movies. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, so did I leave any shows out that you would like to mention when I was introducing you? Oh, gosh. Um, I, did you say Full House? You say Boy Meets World? Uh, I don't know. We'll, t- we'll, t- well, I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> You yep. mentioned a lot of things. I think that's. I think you mentioned a lot of good things. <laughs> so uh, now I do have a question from one of the listeners for the podcast that yeah. absolutely loves Hocus Pocus. So uh, my friend Sarah says hello for one thing. Hello, and... Sarah. Yeah, I know a witch named Sarah. My goodness, <laughs> you're not the same witch, are you? Is this really her? Torturing <laughs> me in the afterlife? Uh, I'm sorry, what's your so... question, Sarah? Her question is, um, so you did the voice for uh, Binks in Hocus Pocus, uh, but you also dubbed over the human Binks. Is there a reason there? or? Yes. Um, the actor, his name was uh, Sean Murray, and he was hired first. He was hired to play Thackeray Binks as a human and to voice Thackeray when he transforms into a cat. Now, in every movie when you got millions of dollars going in and lots of people in charge, things, you know, inevitably change. So, uh, uh, when Sean was cast, they had him use his own voice and Sean is a very sort of like California Valley sort of sound. And I think as they were, you know, finishing the movie there, they thought, you know, Thackeray Binks is supposed to be from colonial Salem about, you know, 300 years ago, he should have a more of an old world, you know, uh, uh, immigrant might sound. And uh, I don't know if they asked Sean to try it and it didn't work out, but then they, that they did a casting and then I booked it. And because the movie was finished, they had finished filming. Uh, it was much cheaper for them to put me behind a microphone and dub Sean than to put me in the outfit and refilm everything. I mean, it would have cost probably, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands to a million dollars just to reshoot everything. 
Wow, that's that's very interesting. The yeah. film the film world is very interesting to me. I've always loved researching that stuff. Yeah, so, crazy. Um, now moving on, <laughs> my mom wanted me to say you've acted with one of you've acted with one of her favorite actors, uh, Patrick Duffy. How was that? Yes. Oh my gosh, I love Patrick Duffy. He is. He directed a lot of episodes of Step by Step. And uh, I learned a lot about comedy from him. And uh, uh, he would tell me some great stories about working on Dallas. And he worked on a show, <coughs> excuse me, um, back in the early 70s called The Man from Atlantis, which is kind of like Aquaman. And he played The Man from Atlantis. And he brought in VHS episodes that I would watch in my trailer because he knew that I just would get a kick out of it. And, um, and he, he was like a normal guy on land and then he would go in the sea and he had like gills and he had like these, these, his eyes would turn green and he showed me, he brought in his contact lenses that he wore and the contact lenses were like, like Coke bottles. They were thick. <laughs> they were like the thickest of a finger and that, and the, and the, the, the green part was painted on. It's not like contact lenses today. It was crazy. I'm like, man, you had to put these in your eyeball. <laughs> yeah, no, Patrick was great. So funny. Um, so nurturing, really down to earth. Uh, I still keep in touch with him whenever I can. Um, but uh, speaking, he was in Dallas. So speaking of that, my family's been watching that. And we just, uh, we're on that season where it's kind of like a dream of Dallas. So yeah, yeah he got hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, then I'm not used to that as I usually just watch him and like step by step and homework movies. Right. Did you get to the part where, uh, he, where they, where they find him again in the, in the, in the shower? Uh, we're going to that part. I mean, I already know that is it's like a classic series and yes. stuff, but he told me, you might find this interesting. He told me the story of how they revealed that because it was a big, it was a big secret. I guess at the end of one season, uh, so-and-so opens the shower door. You don't know who's in there. And uh, and to keep it a secret, uh, it was just Patrick Duffy, one of the producers, um, and uh, some crew members went out and shot a fake soap commercial. I think it was like like dial soap. It was like a fake soap commercial. They spent a whole day doing this thing, and they just lifted that one shot of him, lathered himself up and turned to the camera, uh, and they put that into the episode right before it aired. So it would be a surprise for everybody. Isn't that cool? <laughs> That's really cool. I love that, that story. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So no, no, that's awesome. He just seems like he's really cool to work with. Very cool. Um. Now you've also done a lot of voice acting, like I've said before. Mm -hmm. um, Max in the Goofy movie, and uh, in Fairly Odd Parents, you played Chester. And uh, actually, Gary L. Gray uh, told me to tell you hello. He played uh, AJ. He was my so. AJ, my best, my other best friend. Yay! Oh, I miss AJ. I don't know why we didn't get fairy godparents. I'm the one who needed him the most. Okay, this is awesome. Of course, you can't see my face right now, but I am freaking out. I just think this is so cool. <laughs> I haven't seen Gary. I'm sure he's like twice my height now. He was a he was a kid when I was working with him. Huh. Um, but uh, he was on the podcast uh, in June. Nice. So, but um, but now it's it's a lot of fun. So doing the podcast and being able to talk to people and just kind of have this 
uh, this platform for family-friendly content that families could just listen to together during yeah. this hard time. So Good thank for you. you for coming on. Of course. I know. I mean, I, I attempted to do, to do a podcast a couple of years ago. Um, and it's, it's a lot, it's a lot more work than people think. I mean, especially, are you, do you have any help doing this? Uh, just, I mean, my parents help a lot with this and, uh, Adam Wiley, who he also says, hello, has given me some tips on how to do some stuff. <laughs> I just did a, a <laughs> this is so weird, uh, with technology these days. I just did a duet with Adam on TikTok. <laughs> 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 I've known Adam also. I have a photo of me and Adam. He's like five years old. I gotta, I'm gonna bust it out and put it on the on the socials. But yeah, love me, love me some Adam. So you so your parents help you out, but you but you 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 solicit the, the talent. Do you edit these as well? Yes. Man, that's a lot of work. And how many do you <laughs> do you do you diligently put one out like every week? Uh I try to put at least two out a week. What? what? So... That's insane. So you you must have a a, a backlog of uh, of shows to, to keep everything uh, consistent. Uh, I have a few uh, shows that I'm going to keep for in a couple of weeks when uh, my family goes to Florida for a yeah. trip we've been planning for about two years now. So that, I'm so impressed. That is amazing. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And my brother has helped some with this also. As he has a podcast about his <laughs> cancer journey and stuff. So oh, his cancer journey. <laughs> Uh, that's that's actually why we live in Memphis now is because uh, when he was 19 years old, he had to be rushed down to St. Jude that oh and he God. had uh, testicular cancer and it went up to his lungs. But now he's in remission. Oh, my God. Uh, my goodness. Happily married. And uh, he just graduated college. Right on. Well, give him my best and tell him, man, well, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. And he, and he chronicled everything on a podcast. Yes. So wow. uh, and. Actually, and now the one of the miracles is, I mean, this is how God works in mysterious ways. Uh, we lived in El Paso, Texas for quite a while. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I just, it's much better now that we live in uh, Memphis because we're closer to family, uh, yes. to some family and stuff. So it just, it's really better for all of us. I'm so, so pleased. That's great. Um, it's uh, now back to uh, the voice acting thing. What's your favorite voice that? Uh, what's your favorite voice role? Oh man, it's like picking your favorite child. It, I, I can't. <laughs> I, I only have one, so it's easy. But uh, uh, yeah, I love them all for so many different reasons. Like uh, I love, I love Max Goof because you know he's he's part of like he's Goofy's son. Goofy's my dad. <laughs> you know, I uh, being I was a Disney fan growing up, so being part of, like literally part of the Disney family is a kick. Um, I liked. Uh, I like doing this character on the show called Transformers Rescue Bots, uh, which was like a, a Transformers cartoon for like the the younger kids. And I loved it because, uh, number one, I was a huge Transformers fan growing up. Um, and I loved everyone I worked with. You know, it, it, I, I have a great time almost in every show that I've worked on, but I've never worked on a show where the cast and the crew got along so hard. We still... To this day, we, we finished, it's been like five years since we worked on the show, uh, but we still share a text thread. We check in on each other. We go to each other's weddings. We support one another. <laughs> uh, it's it's turned into a real family, and, uh, and I, I cherish those those memories. So that's that's another reason. And then like Hocus Pocus, like that's, I'm a big Halloween fan. It's amazing. Like that movie came out in July 
of 94. And now people are going to watch it probably for the rest of their lives, <laughs> which, is, which blows my mind that people are watching that movie. Like I would watch uh, a Christmas story every Christmas, you know, it's part of tradition and it, it's, it feels good. So they all, all different, different reasons, you know? Right now uh, I do have to admit something. I've never seen Hocus Pocus all the way through. I've only seen, bits and pieces yeah so <laughs> i'm gonna watch you get, it you get bored after a certain point you're like ah, i'm done with it no uh not really it's just it's usually like on tv when i'm going to like <laughs> when i'm going to like a youth group event or something uh -huh. or like i go to another person's house it's on the tv for a little bit and i just kind of glance and it looks really interesting but uh a friend of ours gave us a bunch of dvds a couple months ago and that was one of them so i'm gonna watch that soon excellent excellent what kind of movies do you like to watch uh, just pretty much anything, comedy, action, mm -hmm. some drama, mm -hmm. anything with Julia Roberts. <laughs> oh, you like Julia Roberts, huh? Yes, yes. I, we were just watching Hook last night. We were re re revisiting that movie. Have you, have you seen uh, Hook? It, it's been a while, but uh, I'm also a Robin Williams fan. Yes, so. uh, don't you miss him? Like I wasn't, yes. I wasn't done with him yet. The poor guy. It's, he brought so much joy to our lives. Um, I saw something on TikTok earlier. Someone made a painting of like all his characters together. Really? So I thought that was really cool. Oh man, I gotta check that out. Um, but uh, but now I just love all sorts of movies. What's your favorite type of movie? I, I get I like you. I like anything uh, that holds my interest. You know, as long as it's well crafted and um. But I like I like all genres. My 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 all time favorite movie is uh indiana jones and the last crusade like i could watch that anytime anywhere over and over again I, I think it's a perfect blend of story and performance and and action and effects and uh, i love the the father-son relationship in it uh i it's it's my favorite of the, of the trilogy and i and i and i let me say again trilogy <laughs> did you get that trilogy Yes, trilogy. In other words, you don't count. Uh, you you don't count. Uh, can't even remember the name of it. The the one with Shyla. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but uh, now my favorite movie is probably The Outsiders. So it has a great Dude. blend of yeah, 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 yeah. Good movie. I should. I haven't seen that in a long time. You like? Uh, you're like one of those old soul kids that likes uh that likes these classic uh classic entertainment i dig that how old are you if i ask uh 16 16 that's outstanding what about uh um uh, let's see do you like muppets i love muppets. muppets they're awesome what about classic uh like classic comedians oh let's see um steve martin's great yeah uh I've listened to some, but I've also listened to like a lot of comedians from like the '90s, like Adam Sandler yeah, yeah. and uh, Chris Rock. Yep, yep. So all right, all right, very cool, very very cool. And your parents introduce you to these? Oh yes, big time. And uh, my my brother and sister also like comedy. They've introduced me to some of this, mm -hmm. but uh, but my parents just they've really introduced me to all that stuff. So I think that's awesome. That is way awesome. Very cool. I know my we showed my son. Uh, Golden Girls last night. Because <laughs> he had seen, he's a, do you like anime? I, I, I'm okay with anime. I mean, it's not like 
it's not that I hate it. I just don't usually watch it much. Just pretty much Dragon Ball Z for me. Gotcha. I'm the exact same way. I never, I, I don't, I don't dislike anime. I just never gravitated towards it. But my son got into it, and he got into the show called Danganronpa. And Danganronpa did a, 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 a someone on TikTok or on the internet did a crossover with Golden Girls, <laughs> <laughs> and and he showed it to me. And I was and it, and I was like, oh man, we should watch a Golden Girls episode. So we watched it, and he he got a kick out of it. <laughs> uh golden girls is definitely something i used to watch uh with my parents and my sure. grandmother she yep. liked that show some, but absolutely so. my son couldn't get over the fact that his biggest question was like the, the laugh track he's like are they, are they, are they adding that i'm like no they're in front of a studio audience he's like they're they're doing it live i'm like well they're recording it then they'll air it later he's like but but he, was, he could not wrap his head around it. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because I'm like, okay, that means that that yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot of sitcoms that people are are consuming these days. I think I don't know about Big Bang Theory. I don't know if that was in front of a studio audience, but I, I think they probably filter in that laughter now. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But uh, I think one of the last big ones, of course, Big Bang Theory. But Two and a Half Men was pretty big for a while. And then yes, that, and, yes, it was big, and then it was it was also controversial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Now, talking about sitcoms, you were on Boy Meets World, one of my all-time favorite shows. Right How was it like uh, working with Will Friedle? Uh It was great. Uh, we became best friends. Uh, he and I actually, uh, just to showcase the process of, of booking a, a an acting gig for TV. Um, you, you know, usually you get the call, you audition and then you get a call back and you read for like producers and you might have to do that maybe a couple times. And then if they really, really like you, they'll bring it in network. And then you go to network and you read for the producers, you read for the network executives. And it's usually down between you and one other person. And uh, it was down between me and Will for a show called almost home. And, uh, and I booked it sent him back to Connecticut in defeat. And then the almost home uh, only lasted a season. <laughs> but the, but the, the creator of that show, Michael Jacobs uh, created boy meets world. And he brought me in to read for Eric, uh, the older brother. And again, audition went to network down between me and Will Friedle. And, uh, and very appropriately he booked it. And, uh, and Michael wrote a, a part for me to play his friend. My character's name was Jason on the show. And uh, and we just we hit it off immediately, and we're we've been best best friends to this day. I just texted him uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, he's always been one of my favorite actors. So he's a funny guy. He's a yes. funny guy. That Will Friedle. And uh, both of you guys were in Kim Possible. That's so. right. Yeah, everyone. You know, it's funny. A lot of people knew how tight we were, and so almost everything he did, they would bring me on to. Uh, to play his friend, uh, and which I did on Kim Possible, I did it on Batman Beyond. Uh, he wrote a part for me uh, on Thundercats because he he was playing uh, Lionel, and he wrote some of the episodes. We did a movie together, and uh, yeah, it's a, always fun working with the Fredell. That's really cool. He just seems like he's a really cool guy. He's a very cool so. guy. Very cool guy. Very funny. Now, uh, another show I want to mention that my family just recently watched was uh, Promised uh, Promised Land. And I forgot that you were actually yes. in an episode of that. Oh, my gosh. So. That's right. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, 
Uh, how was working on that that was it was a lot of fun i i had actually i read for i can't remember the character's name i actually read for the care the 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 boy who uh who shoots up the school um who was played by my now very good friend kai eric erickson um yeah i'd read for that role i didn't book it but they're like hey do you want to come and do this part anyway you got to get on a plane tomorrow i'm like sure so we filmed in utah uh, it was a couple of days. I had a blast. Everyone was really cool. The, uh, the, what I, what I found fascinating that the assistant cameraman was, uh, Oh, uh, Mike Lukenland who played, uh, Bobby Brady in the Brady bunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was cool getting to meet him. And then, uh, and then I, uh, yeah, I'd never met Kai before. He's a, uh, he's not a murderous, uh, person like we're on the show. He's actually, really, you should follow him on Twitter. He's hysterical. Um, but, we, uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we became friends, uh, out, out of that whole situation. It was a lot of fun. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Gerald McRaney, of course, was in Promised Land. How mm-hmm. was working with him? I never got to meet him. We did not share oh. things together, so I didn't meet him. Um, I'm trying uh. to think, because he worked, he did Major Dad, which was a show that was shot a couple doors down from me. But yeah, no, I never met him. Wow. Uh, oh, now I'm thinking of that episode of Promised Land that you were in. I guess, yeah, you guys were never in scenes together. <laughs> nope. Um, but... Uh... You but, are the I mean, person who has ever brought that up. I just want to say that. <laughs> who's ever talked about Promised Land. Never in my career did I think would I ever talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Not by a 16-year-old in Memphis talking about Promised Land. This is blowing my mind. You're blowing my mind, my man. <laughs> well, I mean, thank my parents for that. They, yeah. They've showed me some of these awesome shows. What I can't see what else I can't wait to hear what else you're gonna pull out of the hat. What else you got? <laughs> uh, let's see. Now something that I've actually I've watched a little bit of it on YouTube. Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue. Yes. Um, that was uh, how was working on that. That was groovy. That was my second, I believe, my second animated cartoon that I ever worked on as a voice actor, and. Uh, it was a big deal. Uh, you know, back in the day before, even before you were born, you know, we only had three networks. It was ABC, CBS, NBC. Uh, it was before the Fox network. And, uh, it was the first time they had all the, uh, most every, all, almost all the, the Saturday morning cartoon characters get together in a half an hour to talk about uh, substance abuse and they aired it at the same time on all three networks at the same, at the same time. It was a, it was a tremendous undertaking. Uh, it, it was well-received. It was, you know, you had Alf and Slimer and the, and, and, uh, the chipmunks, the chipmunks. Yes. Uh, Huey, Dewey and Louie, uh, Garfield. Uh, and then myself who played this, this, uh, this drug addicted young, young man who's trying to, trying to turn over a new leaf. Uh, it, no pun intended, but, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool. It, it, what, what really, again, blows my mind is that people still talk about it as something they remember. My, my partner told me that it was like required viewing in, in school when she was in school. <laughs> um, now, uh, but no, what I've seen of it, it's really cool. Now, another thing that my mom told me, uh, that I should ask you about, she absolutely loves the show general hospital. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So actually, when we found out that you were uh, on it, 
we were watching it today. So when I was researching some more stuff, and uh, so how was it playing AJ? It was uh, it was fun. You know, I was I was twelve years old. It was my first really big role. Uh, it, was, it was they call recurring role where you're not in every episode, but they bring you in often. So booking a recurring role when you're a first time actor was huge. And that was one of the, the first big things that I, that I booked. And it was also the first and last time this ever happened where we show up to a cattle call and a cattle call is where they bring in everybody, every, every, every 11, 12 year old dark haired kid in Hollywood was invited to this office. And one by one we go in and we read and then some of them are like, all right, thank you. You can go. And some of us, they're like, okay, would you stay? Just hang out and we'll bring in again. And uh, I, after, I don't know how many hundreds of kids, it got down to just me. And they brought me into the, the producer and they told me in that room, like, all right, well, you got the role. You're going to come in next week. And uh, uh, apparently the, the, I was the second Alan Quartermain Jr., the first kid, I guess was was not nice or something. It was a problem. I thought I had to replace him, and uh, and then I did it. I did like six or ten episodes, and then I booked my first TV series, which was called The Munsters Today. And then I they had to uh, they had to fill my shoes there. But it was cool, man. I you know I I, uh, I remember everyone being very nice. Uh, I remember feeling you know I I just started and way out of my element as an actor, um, but uh but uh. I remember having a good time doing it. <laughs> um, now I, I think we have a few more minutes left. So, um, now something else that you worked on, which my niece, uh, my three-year-old niece, my sister's daughter absolutely loves is <laughs> Lion King two. Yes. Uh, how was, how was working on Lion King two and that legacy of being in the Lion King legacy. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy, man. I mean, Lion King was a huge movie when it came out and uh, and inevitably they were doing a sequel. I call it the unnecessary sequel because the first <laughs> one was so darn good, like how could you improve upon that? Um and you know, the the, the reason they were doing these sequels was you know, a, a business thing. You know, Disney was make, you know, realized they could make a lot of money releasing movies straight to VHS. And this was one of them, but it was, uh, the story was good. It was well-produced. It was beautifully animated. Um, I was absolutely flattered to no end that they gave me that role. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I recorded a handful of times. I got to work with Nev Campbell once and, uh, and now, and to this day, people still tell me they, they like it and they like the, the movie and they, they, especially, I find a lot of, a lot of girls, a lot of girls like like my character Kobe. They like the uh, the brooding, dark haired uh, misfit. He was he would probably be a character in The Outsiders, you know? Don't you think? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'm not a misfit, but but I have dark hair and I could be brooding. So hey, girls. <laughs> hey man, like they're gonna be lining up out the door for you, Riggs. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah but i'm also a little nerdy so <laughs> that even dude, dude being nerdy is in right now it's all it's been in yeah. the last 20 years when i was a kid being nerdy was like the, the one thing you didn't want but now nerdy is is uh is the thing 
uh someone was joking with me uh at church one time going ah you're nerdy i was like hey that's that's the cool thing right now yeah so yeah <laughs> and the the guy who was picking on me uh well we were joking around he's at he's actually been on the podcast before brandon yeah. white he's a uh travel agent but uh we were joking around and i was like well at least i have hair because he doesn't <laughs> have hair so i was like there you go. See, and and he's probably jealous because you get to talk with all you know the people that you admire, and he's sending people to places that he's probably never been. <laughs> Mainly just Disney World. Just so. Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, you could tell him like his job's you know there's an app that could do his job, you know. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some hate messages. From the travel agency in Memphis. <laughs> um. Now, uh, let's uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about Jungle Cubs. You played Shrikan and Prince Louis, as mm -hmm. he was called in that. Uh, mm -hmm. How was working on that? That was a blast. I was a big Jungle Book fan. And I, I voiced Shere Khan and Prince Louis in the first season, and then they wised up and they they gave Prince Louis to a, a much better performer uh, of uh, the likes of Cree Summer, who really knocked it out of the park. Uh, it was good. It was it was a little tense at first because when I booked it, you know, I I had studied uh, uh, George Saunders, who originated the voice of Shere Khan, and he's a sort of older English gentleman, and he's <laughs> and this very my my agent gave me a. A, a, a copy of a movie he was in so I could see he had this very pronounced sort of underbite as he talked. And so I got to incorporate that into the role. And of course, you know, Shere Khan is supposed to be a cop. He's not supposed to be this deep. So I sort of like younged him up a little bit and, and made him talk like this, just sort of affect little little bit of uh, uh, English affectation. And then I got a call. Then I, I got my first tattoo and I decided my first <laughs> tattoo was going to be the young Shere Khan, because it's a great role. I love it. It's so close to me. And then after I got the tattoo, I got a call from Disney saying they want me to re-audition for the role. They want to go a completely different direction. So I'm like, man, I just got this tattoo. What am I going to do? What if I don't book it? So I, I tried again. Instead of doing the 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 sort of English Shere Khan, I just used, I just made it sort of more of American, just made him young, sort of like this, maybe a little him a little rasp because he's supposed to be a little dark and uh, i still got to hold on to the role and i still have the tattoo justifiably that wow that's that's really cool yeah <laughs> the more you know exactly exactly <laughs> um so now let's uh i want to introduce a new subject to the pot or new um a new kind of part of the podcast uh, yeah. that I'm going to start doing some more is uh, people that uh, that you get confused with. So uh, that people <laughs> go, oh, you're this person when. Yeah. So uh, let's let's go ahead and talk. OK, so besides James Marsden from X-Men and Sonic, mm -hmm. is there anybody else that you get confused with? Well, let me let me ask you, who do you, who would who would you think? I, I, I was trying to think of this before before I started the podcast, but uh, I honestly don't know. I guess Will Friedle, maybe. Well, I don't bless know. your heart. Uh, <laughs> I have gotten, do you know who uh, David Faustino is from uh, Married with Children? 
Yes. People have Okay, I could see that. People have asked if, if I have been him before. Uh but the most the most <laughs> the most uh, uh I have been referred to as uh as Hal Sparks, who was on um a show called Queer as Folk. And it's on some Disney show. <laughs> I can't I can't remember the, the name, but but people would come up to me and be like, Oh, I love you and queer as folk. I'm like, thank you. That's Hal Sparks, but I appreciate you. And um, <laughs> and uh, and Hal Sparks actually replaced me on a fuller house. Cause I was, I, I did, I was not able to do it. So they got him to, uh, to be my character, Nelson, as he looks uh, uh, enough like me. Yeah. That was actually uh, going to be one of my, uh, one of my last questions is um, yeah. Is that you were uh, why you were replaced in fuller house, but yeah. thank you for, <laughs> well, they, they, asked for me, they asked me to do it. And I, and honestly, I got, I, I gotten invited to dragon con, which is a, a big oh. con convention in, in Atlanta. And uh, the invite is not hard to get. Not hard is the invite is hard to get. And uh, and Fuller House would have recorded on a Friday night. I would have had to have flown to LA because I live in Nashville. I would have had to flown to LA, done the show, flown, then flown directly to to Atlanta. And it was just I, I feel I would have missed out on a lot of on a lot. So it was it was a tough decision. But I, I definitely made the right one, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I mean, Dragon Con is huge. I mean, I've heard of it. I've never been, but I've heard of it. It's a good so. time. It's a good time. So maybe one day in the future. Yes. Maybe yeah. in a couple years. Yeah. So I'll be able to go. So um, how was uh, working on um, Static Shock? Oh, Static Shock was a blast, <laughs> man. I mean... Uh, being part of a, I believe, like one of the first animated superhero shows, you know, starring, you know, an African-American character, um, getting to do episodes that featured a lot about, of you know, current events and school shootings and bigotry. Uh, uh, it, it was it was tremendous. And it was my third time working with Phil Lamar, who uh, I love as a friend. I'm He's also a huge fan of. What were you gonna say? Uh, oh, sorry for interrupting, but he's just—he's amazing. He's a great voice actor he's and great. a great comedian. I uh, so. my favorite cartoon of his is Samurai Jack. I can't get enough, and I I geek out to him about it. Um, love it. Uh, but we had a lot of great uh, uh, African American actors work on the show. Uh, Billy D. Williams, Alfred Woodard, Kadeem Harrison, Coolio, uh, uh, Michael Jai White. Uh, it was, man, it was, it, it was, it was, it was great. I'm very proud to be part of it. I, I, my only thing is, is I always, I always thought my character never should have been a superhero. I think he should have, <laughs> I think he should have stayed an Alfred and not, and not a Robin. He shouldn't have been like a sidekick, but that's just my opinion. What do you think? Do you think? <laughs> Am I being ridiculous? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, it's, it's up to you. I mean, it's, I don't know. It wasn't but, up to me. So. <laughs> Well, no, it wasn't up to you. It was up to DC. So, <laughs> I mean, it was up to DC and uh, yeah. Warner Brothers Kids or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think it was yeah. Warner Brothers Kids at the time. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, hey, if they ever bring it back, I mean, your your character could like lose their powers or something. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. That'd be fun. I'd love to see that show come back. Uh, it, 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 you know, and, and definitely, you know, keep keep Phil. I, I don't care if I'm part of it or not. I just I, I think it should be back. And uh, Phil should stay as a, a static. 
<laughs> um, now, uh, another great actor, great actress that was in that. Hold on, Stacey May. Uh, my uh, my three year old niece just came in saying hello. Hey, her, her um, Stacey May. Yes, Stacey May. Stacey May, it's Kovu. Hey, Stacey May, you're too young uh, to be a lioness. You got a little out of time. <laughs> she she just goes oh, Hello. and she's about to leave the room. Mm -hmm. And hold on, I'm a famous uh, lion. Come on. <laughs> she's getting the dog to cry but um <laughs> so uh now what i was about to say danica mckellar was uh was on the series yeah. of static shock how was working with her yeah i have known danica since uh she and i were both uh 13 and i say we're both 13 because she and i have the exact same birthday we were both born january 3rd 1975 and uh wow we discovered that uh the day we met uh, of course, I was a fan of hers from uh, the Wonder Years, so I knew who she was, and uh, we became friends very fast. We're still friends to this day. Um, she's uh, I love her. She's my sister from another mister. <laughs> um, she she just seems like she's an awesome person. She's on uh, she's on a list of people. Hopefully, one day that will be on the podcast. She is so, she's super busy. She's like oh, she's either. <laughs> <laughs> on a dance with the stars or on a hallmark movie or writing a math book or something she's she's a powerhouse yes um and she does a lot for saint jude so that's yes. really cool yes she does um well um i appreciate that you're on the podcast thank you so much this is probably one of my favorite episodes that i've ever done yeah you hear so that justin you hear that justin <laughs> you hear that yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i appreciate you my man you are I, I i know that you've been following me for a while i see that you chime in and uh and i i just want to let you know that if i if i don't respond all the time it doesn't mean that i'm not paying attention and i i really it means a lot it especially means a lot that you're following my uh my variety show and i uh, i hope that your your listeners will check that out too the mars variety show on youtube um, but go check out the Mars Variety Show. And uh, is there anything else you would like to talk about or promote before? Uh, Gosh, before no. I, mean, we I did. A, I did a couple of gigs, but I'm not allowed to talk about them. We have the, we have these non-disclosure ah. agreements. One's a video game. One is a TV show. That's. I mean, we already know it's coming back. Um, Young Justice. Uh, uh, but that, but that's about that's that's all I can say, unfortunately. But but the thing I'm most proud of is the Mars Variety Show. Um, and you should appreciate this. You know, it's, it's, it's inspired by the classic variety shows of the sixties and seventies, like laughing, like hee haw and the Dean Martin. I love hee haw. Yes. There you go. And, uh, and it celebrates the independent musician, comedian, and alt performer here in Nashville and all over the place. And I think it's, I, I'm proud of it. I have a lot of fun. We just got the critics pick of the week in the Nashville scene. That's, that's great. Thanks, that, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm really proud of, uh, of that series. Thanks, man. Um, well, thank you. Uh, hopefully you could be back on the podcast in a couple months. Anytime. So, Anytime you want. Awesome. So maybe we could do like uh, you and Adam or like a reunion of a show or something. So I would cool. love that. I would love it. You know, me and Justin were on a TV show. Did you know that? Uh, the uh, Erie, Indiana. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that, that would be cool. And Adam, uh, just get us all together. It'll be a nutty, uh, <laughs> nutty half hour. Uh, that that would be awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully we could stay connected and you could be back on the podcast soon. And 
thank you to everybody who were who was listening. Yeah. So thank you so much. Hey, Riggs does a he works hard. You guys make sure you're sharing this and telling all <laughs> all your friends about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, they'll tell they'll tell their friends if you tell your friends. No, no, I'm joking. I'll tell joking. my friends. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, a good one. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. You bet, man. Have a nice, have a nice day. Thank you.